All right, episode two, setback for success. Here we are with 2020 Bachelorette winner, 2019 QAFL Grogan medalist, Fraser Neat. How are you, my brother? Going good, mate. Good to catch up with you. How you been? Yeah, good. Yeah, good. It's been a long time. It's been a year and a bit since I've seen you, and I reckon a little bit longer than that as well. So That's it. <laughs> a fair, fair time ago, but here we are. It's It's been a while. So how... Yeah, here we go. This will be good. This will be good. So, what are we? We 2020 together at Mount Gravatt? You, yeah, you good link up players. I loved it. It was good. <laughs> um, and then uh, I think he dipped off for a little bit there. We'll figure out why later, but anyway. Um, so, phrase we'll, we'll start off with the question that I'll hit with everyone. So, first one is who is your hero and why? All right. If I had to name one hero throughout my life, and considering I'm 30 now, it would probably be my old man, um, my dad. He's been there through me for a lot of, a lot of time. So I probably haven't been the best child or the best um, person. But um, you know, as you grow up, you get a bit older. You sort of appreciate the people who are there supporting you throughout. You know, the good times, the bad times, and the in between. So I'd have to say that he would probably be my hero um, in general life. So. You've got the the old man, the brother as well. So so Patty, we we miss him. Shout out to Patty, I miss him as well. Actually, so he's still at Mounties, isn't he? Yeah, Patty's there still. He's still playing. So might be playing against each other this year. Actually, that'll be interesting. I love that. So give us a little quick rundown. So you were at Mounties. What's to go now? Where are you? What happened? So moved over um, to moved over to Palm Beach. So I was at Mount Gravatt from five years old to, what is it, uh, 28, um, played at the same club, um, had one year in Victoria in 2016, one year in Victoria uh, 2022, um, one year I was living there, one year I was doing fly-in, yep. um, and then played at Mount Grape for the rest of my life, uh, moved to the Gold Coast. Bit of a lifestyle um, change. Lifestyle change, yeah, mate, and love it down here and just haven't looked back. So just living down here and now that's about an hour away from um, where I'm living. So yeah, playing at Palm Beach now. So I reckon the funny thing about that is my debut game for those boys was in the first final against Palm Beach. And as much as I wanted to play with you, you weren't there for some weird reason. We'll figure that one out later again. Or do we already know? I think we know. Um, yeah. <laughs> He managed to tell me all year he's going to be there when I debut, and the one game I debut, he ain't there. So must have been sick that week. Yeah, no, nah, definitely weren't. The other reasons you play. I'll tell you what though, you did hide it really well because all us boys were so lost. We're like, where has he gone? Where has he gone? And then Paddy was like, boys, come inside. He's doing this. It stays under wraps, and we were losing it. We thought it was hilarious because like, there's no way this guy's actually on this channel. So it was fucking awesome. I loved it. Good All secret, right. eh? <laughs> oh, yeah, it didn't last long. I think Paddy was more pumped than you, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> he loved it. He loved it. All right, so we'll start off with life. So, Macrovat boy, Brisbane boy, growing up, walk us through school, subjects, work now. Start us off as a young five-year-old planet Macrovat and at school. All right, well, I was originally born in South Australia from um SA and then we moved as a family yeah go SA moved as a family to Queensland where in 1998 so I was five then 
yep. show my age, aren't I? Um, and then, yeah, played it, moved to Mount Cravat, the actual suburb, and then the local club was obviously Mount Cravat Vultures. So started playing there. Um, I played, and then Paddy started playing when he was old enough. Then dad yep. was involved in the club. Mum was involved in the club. Um, sister was sort of always around the club as well. And then, yeah, just always played there throughout my juniors. Great club. Um, we had quite a bit of success as juniors. We had really good sides. Um, it's lucky enough to play a bit of rep footy in that. Um, and then, yeah, ended up playing senior footy. And then played, oh, I think, about 150-odd senior games at Mount Cravat. So real quickly, um, so senior game, what how old were you when you got your debut? Oh I don't know, about eighteen, nineteen, I think, maybe, something yep. around there. Um I definitely didn't I didn't wasn't the first to debut out of um the boys my age. Had a few other mates who debuted before me, but ended up getting a debut. Um start out as a tagger, <laughs> just chasing around the best players. The funny thing is I can see that so much. Yep. You know what the funny thing was? When I was there, this man here just wanted to play footy. And who was the coach at the time? I reckon it was Booty and Linny just oh. wanted you to run with people at times because you would just rough them. And I loved it. It was the funniest thing ever. They hated <laughs> it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Don't want the um, physical stuff. Um, but yeah, no. Nah, so then, and then Font started becoming just a better senior player, I guess. And then didn't have to be a target, which is good. Um, but yeah, going back to sort of when my younger days, um, school, uh, Went to a few different schools. Is it a bit of a naughty child? But ended up at Mansfield High, um, to finish off school. So finish off year twelve there. Um, favorite subjects were probably it would have to be sport. Everyone, yeah, um, can't go wrong, can you? Kicking the footy, chasing girls was good. Um, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, nah, school wasn't too bad. A lot of people didn't like it. I didn't mind it. Um, yeah, just kick the footy of your mates and knock around, and then end up finishing school and. Had a few different jobs, and then now I'm now I'm doing concreting. Um, I've started my own business, so pretty happy in doing that. Has its challenges. Some days are good, some days are a bit tough, a bit of stress. But um, yeah, I'm definitely glad I've done it, and I, I don't look back now. No, hundred percent. No, it was good. Like I, I remember when I was first. Well, I never never got around to it because I did pick up some work, but first graduated. Um, like obviously trying to trying to chase a dream as well, and was struggling to find time for an actual job. And I know I was new to the club at the time from, from Morningside. Obviously I had a few struggles at that, that club as well. Um, and yeah, Tommy Williams got me across to you guys and you guys took me in. Awesome. I loved it. And then, yeah, you were putting out to, to me if I needed some work to come help you out, which was, was unreal. And I know I was going to, but found some work, which was really good that didn't have to yeah. be in the sun 24 seven. But no, it didn't <laughs> didn't help because I had the yeah, well I had the stress fractures in my back from grade eleven and twelve from cricket. So I was never gonna be able to get through the full days um of concreting. But like don't get me wrong, and a few of the young boys like Toomey and a few of them got around it and are they still doing it? They'd be still doing it, wouldn't they? Yeah, there's a few boys who've done a few different trades from like Mount Cravat over the years. Um yep. like you have like the Hamill like uh what's his name? Mick Hamill. He runs Brisbane Paving, him and his old man. So you got like Jimmy and Todd work for him. Yeah. Wiz has done a few different stints, um, doing a bit of paving. How's um, he going? <laughs> the big Wiz. Wiz. Yeah, Wiz is going good, mate. He's, he's um, loving it. Yeah, no, he's not doing any any more jobs in the sun these days, but he, he had a bit of a stint. A few of the boys have over the years. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's hard yakker, I guess. 
no, nah, it would be, but rewarding at the end of the day for you as well. Um, yeah, obviously running your own. So end of the day, be be a rewarding one. I've seen some some photos of recent recent works, and it looks pretty good to me. So might have to get you down to SA, come watch a Crows game, get mine for a yeah, paper done. <laughs> yeah, go the Crows. Well, yeah, so I reckon with you, me, and Pat were the only three that would always sit there. Tipping comes around, no matter what, we'd back the Crowies in. We would just sit there and go, yeah. Crows win, Crows win. Thursday night, <laughs> us three were off the track first watching it. We loved it, yeah, didn't we? All right. Unfortunately, so, they didn't always win. <laughs> no, nah, we, we didn't. Actually, no, I remember one night, Saturday night, it was we we beat the Demons. And that was the funniest night because yep. we had a club event and everyone and was telling club. us three that we were just joking and yep. we knew we were going to get it. And there we were, we kicked back. the goal. I think we won by... I think we won by one point right at the end of the game. Demons were coming first. I don't think they'd lost for a while. They were nah. the best side. I think they won the flag that year, actually. They did. They were um, on the streak, and we got them. Yeah. <laughs> so, end what of the day, Demons win the Prem, but we sit there and go, we beat them, so we're just as bloody good. Who cares? Nixie's <laughs> off to it. a belter. And all we've done this year <laughs> is add to our list. It's been good. It's been good. All right, so... Quick question. So what motivates you to be the best you? So like daily comes around, um, proudest moment, most memorable moment. What motivates you? Is it one of those like moments, proudest moments that motivates you to be the best you? Or um, I generally just want to be successful in life, um, not just in business or footy or whatever it may be. I just don't want to be average. I want to be <clears> – <throat> I just want to make something in my life that's what motivates me every day. You know, like I don't want to just be, you know, someone who goes to work and makes, you know, like an average wage or like someone who just like goes to footy training and just like doesn't try or like plays on the weekend. And I just want to sort of be the best like version of myself that I can be. Um, I think you've got to always challenge yourself um, in whatever it is in life. You're always going to have challenges, um, whatever it may be. Everyone's got their own different things, but you've got to, you know, you got to face that head on and like, you know, some days you, you know, you're not going to win. You don't always win, but you got to get up the next morning and just keep going. I think that's 100%. what makes like, you know, that's what makes someone's character. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think you can learn a lot from your um, setbacks in life. Yeah. No, I love that. So on, we'll bounce off straight off that. So you just said on those bad days, you do got to bounce back. So on your bad days, on your, your bad mindset days, do you have, like a certain way or certain thing you'll do to, to try and flick that switch and make it a good day? Like, is there something that you have set out? Oh, you know, I know you're living on the coast. You love the beach. Do you go chill out on the sunset or what do you, what do you do about it? Yeah. Like that, that's a good, a good way to look at it. You can try and do something. Um, for me, I've, I've got my dog, you know, that I live with, so he's good. He's always a good distraction. Go play with him, go for a walk or whatnot. Um, but you've just got to like, you know, it's not always easy just to pick yourself up and just go like, it's going to be all right. But like a lot of the times when you do have a shit day, which can happen a lot in business footy, like we both play footy. Um, we've all had shit days where we've gotten flogged or we've had crap games, which, you know, you no one endeavors to do that, but you just got to get up and make the most of your next opportunity and whatever it is, whether that's going to work in the morning or whether that's, you know, like in a relationship with someone, um, you know, whether it's family time whatever it may be to you, just get up and just go again. And it's not always easy to do that. But if you have that positive mindset um, to try and always take a positive out of a negative situation, I think you'll go a long way in life. Yeah, 100%. Just about sort of living in every hour and the next hour is a new hour, yeah. I guess. So just yep. 
yeah, taking what you get from that hour, taking the positive, move on, but leaving the negative in that hour and moving on to the next one. Hundred percent, I agree. I agree. Sure. So we'll jump over now to what let's be real most people want to listen so if you went on the bachelorette now that's a long time obviously winning so you're there from start to finish that's a long time out of the world of you know happily speaking to the family speaking to the mates seeing your mates seeing your family how's that so obviously you're there to find love you're there you just 20 other blokes how many were there when you because you had the double up didn't you yeah, we had the double up. So we had the two sisters, 20 guys. So you sort of, when we went in, you, you didn't know what you were going to get. We didn't know there was going to be two two girls or two sisters. Um, so then you sort of just work out who you're, you know, who you fancy, I guess, is the best way to say it. And then, yeah, yeah, you start obviously trying to get to know that person. So, yeah, from, from there. So obviously that's a bit of time away. Do you, like, you know, first few days, all right. Do you start to miss home? Do you start to miss the boys, the life? So obviously, you know, I said before you missed a few. We're all trying to figure out where you went. So, you know, footy and stuff was still on at this time, but you're you're obviously filming and trying to find love. Does it get hard? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a difficult process. And that's why a lot of people do end up leaving those shows or do struggle um, sort of with their mental health. And, and like I witnessed it firsthand um, throughout the journey I was on. At times I struggled. I could definitely see there was people in the house that struggled like really badly. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then like at the end of the day, you got to be portrayed a certain way by, by the show because, you know, they do change a few things um, from what the, um, the public see, I guess is the best way to see, to say it. So there's a few situations that got changed and a few people didn't get portrayed the best way. So obviously that's not good for them either, but in saying that there's good things that, that happen, you know, you have, have, you know, you get to meet new people, have a yep. good time. Um, there's a lot of downtime. Um, so you get fairly bored. Um, I end up reading books in there. So that was a new one for me. <laughs> I could never see you reading a book. So that is very oh, mate, new. I was laying in my bed. I read two books in a row over about two days. I couldn't believe what was going on. So let's be real. What were the two books? Do you remember Dave, what they were? There was one, was, one was David Goggins, which was a, a great book. Um, you familiar with him? I haven't heard of him. Nah, what's he? What's David he about? Goggins. Oh, mate, he's just like a motivator. He's he's amazing. Look up his stuff on sort of YouTube and um, podcasts and all that sort of stuff. He's Joe Rogan podcast. Amazing. Yep. He um, yeah, someone who's really made something out of their life from nothing. Um, and then the other one was Tyson Fury, uh, just a boxer who I who yep. I love. He's um faced adversity, went through some drug habits and some um issues in life and he just bounced back and became a world champion. So yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So you'd love Tyson Fury. So for everyone listening, phrase has this really good way of going about missing two rounds after playing three in the footy. So he'll always get three rounds out and then get suspended for two, come back for three, get suspended for two. He loved it. It's the way he goes about <laughs> it. So that's why he misses every, every now and then. And I actually reckon he was back from the bachelorette when I've debuted, it was probably hit that he was suspended. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> he loves <Well>. it. <laughs> he loves it. All right. So challenges along the way. So let's go in the house. Obviously, there's downtime. You're bored. What were some big challenges that you, you had when you are in the house? Like anything that you went, shit, this has hit me? Or, you know, is it the you know last three going, holy shit, I'm about to find love? Or 
like I would say, you know, last three, you're shitting yourself because you're going, I've really spoken to this one person. There's still two other guys, but I'm right there. So what in the house was, you know, probably the biggest challenge and was there any way that you sort of overcame them or, you know? Um, yeah, there, there were some different challenges throughout the journey. Um, one was definitely not being able to communicate with family, friends, loved ones um, as much as what I was used to. Um, yeah, that was really challenging. We got a phone call once a fortnight um, to speak to a loved one. And then I was finding out from my mate that there was issues at home with my dog. Um, my best mate, Wiz, was looking after my dog. Apparently, the dog was not happy that I wasn't there. He was crying every night. And then the, the council were involved. And it just wasn't good. It was like having a child with... You know, I don't have any kids, so he's like my own, my only child. So it's like let, I had that. Let everyone then, know what his name is, because it's a good name. His name's his name's King. <laughs> he's he is King, the King he, isn't he's he? a Roddy. Yeah, he he's great. It. But um, yeah, had challenges with that. Um, I struggled sleeping in there. Yep. Um, so I was I was quite fatigued twenty four seven. I couldn't really sleep. We were on bunk beds, which were pretty, you know, like in a group, like there'd be about six or seven blokes in a room. Um. So it was sort of, I found it hard sleeping. And then, yeah, then when it, yeah, people going home that you made relationships with, like, you know, you become best mates within the house and then next minute they're gone. Um, It was tough. Um, But yeah, also getting towards the end, just going, wow, this is real. Um, But you don't really know where you stand. Like, you know, that the girl is interested in you, but you've got, you know, two, three, four, whatever amount of guys still there and you don't, Really know you don't know your fate. Hundred um, percent. You could be going home tomorrow. You you don't. You could be going back to work on Monday. You might be playing footy next week. You just don't know. So it's the unknown and and not being in connection with the outer world. We didn't know what was going on with COVID and anything. Um, yeah, that's right. You were in the peak COVID. Yeah, the time, unknown was the unknown was pretty challenging for myself and a lot of other people in there. And then it's just boredom. It's, it's a bit of yeah. boredom as well when you when you're not filming. You're not really doing too much. Yeah, 100%. And obviously, us guys see it from the outside as like, you know, they they fly through things. So, you know, you watch one day, you watch the next day, we're watching X on the date with L, and then, you know, next minute, you're back on the date. But it's like that meantime, for the next three days, you're just sitting there, obviously, reading your Tyson Fury book and stuff. So, yeah. It sure. would. Well, that's, that's the funny thing is like someone would go on a date. So like the cocktail parties, everyone was there and everyone could see what was going on, um, who was talking to the girls or whatnot. But someone would go on a date and then they'd come back and everyone would be sitting in the room going, how'd you go? Like, And they'd be like, oh, they'd either tell you or they wouldn't tell you. Um, but you'd just be sitting there going, oh, well, I just went on a date yesterday. Um, so like you didn't really, like I said before, the unknown. You don't yeah, really know what's no going on. You don't know really where you stand. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it wouldn't be, be it wouldn't be an easy one, but it is, it is. So yeah. we'll roll back to the the concreting stuff. So obviously you're gonna have challenges with that. You know, your rainy days, you know, good days, you you've got challenges there. With the business, obviously it's your own. So you're gonna have challenges along the way. Is there anything like along your journey running that business, a concreting business that's really set you back? Like I know a big one. That I I think you told me that it was it did impact you straight away, but I think it wasn't lasting too long. COVID come around. How did that affect you? 
Um, yeah, we, we got impacted by COVID. Um, same as sort of everyone else. Uh, it's tough to run around. One day you're working, the next everyone's in lockdown. You, you're booking jobs. You try and organise stuff. Um, you try booking concrete, steel, labour, all sorts of different things. And then, you know, everyone's sitting at home for four, five, six days, whatever it was, even a week at times, I think it was. And then um, and then rain, we got some massive rain. Um, I think Gold Coast, Brisbane, Sunshine Coast, maybe even like up North Queensland got rain for about two weeks straight. So there's no work there again. Um, having to reschedule jobs and everyone's in the same boat. So anyone who runs their own business, they're all trying to ring up and reschedule their own jobs. Um, so that means you might not be able to get bookings for concrete or whatnot until like afternoon. So you're pouring concrete at one o'clock in the afternoon, which is just not ideal. You want to be doing it at six in the morning. Um, yeah. So we had challenges like that. Um, had quite a bit of rain when I first started my business about 18 months ago. Um, and I just outlaid quite a lot of money to get it going. And then we weren't earning money for a bit, which was not ideal, obviously. Yeah, 100%. Um, but then, you know, you have, you have the odd odd person who just doesn't want to pay on time and all that sort of thing. Um, sort of, I guess it's part of the game. But, um, you know, you have some really good clients. Some yeah. are a bit more challenging, but, you know, it's worth it, mate. Like, you're going to have challenges in life in whatever you do. So, you know, if it was easy, everyone would do it. 100%. 100%. Yeah. You know who told me that, Tasker? Oh, here we go. Flowers. <laughs> Flowers. I miss that, man. I miss, I miss yeah. that, man. He would just yeah. roll out and there it was. Flowers. Yeah. He loved Flowers. it. Yeah, no, he <laughs> he fucking loved it. When I, yeah, when I started out, he said, mate, kid, if it was easy, everyone would do it. So I always try and remember that every day because I think it's very true. Um, 100%. You know, you're always going to have challenges. Yeah, 100%. That's one I, what I said before. That's what I remember every day. You know, every hour is different. So... You know, yeah, obviously you might have an hour that's a shit one, but there's 12 in a day or at least in the day I sleep because I go to bed early nowadays. You'd probably be in bed by 7.30. Yeah, because, if, mate, if I'm going to bed at 7.30, <laughs> I'm probably going to bed at 5.30 if you're going to bed at 8. <laughs> you, you'd be sleeping at least 18 hours, I reckon. You, you just don't you, don't, you don't need the sunlight anymore. You need oh, the sleep. I love my sleep. I reckon I'm in bed by... 8.39 every night, I reckon. Maybe a bit late on the weekends, but um, <laughs> see what happens. But yeah, no, during the week, <laughs> yeah, yeah, up at about 4.30 during the week. Yeah, right. So early, early, early rises. Yeah, yeah. So what time usually start and finish? Um, Usually on site by about 6 in the morning, 6, 6.30, just depending on where we're working because I still do a lot in Brisbane. Yeah. Um, So I still travel up there. So it's about an hour to the city from, from where I live. I live at Palm Beach at the Gold Coast. Um, and then, yeah, maybe finish a lot two-ish. Just depends. Some days we finish early, some we have late days. Just winter's a bit longer because the concrete doesn't go off. But Yeah, which to be fair, finishing at two, like that drive. So anyone listening to that, that Brisbane Gold Coast yeah. Highway, that's ridiculous peak hour. So finish at two, get your home out of the way of it. That's for sure. So Absolutely putrid. Oh, I love that. So... Let's jump, footy. Let's jump to now. So, yeah, Palm Beach. How are they looking this year? Yeah, looking strong, mate. Good list. Um, they've recruited well. They've got a really strong core of local talent. Um, they've got quite a quite a good depth of like young, middle, and old. Yeah, which is good. Um, so now I reckon the really strong squad and um, yeah, good good group of lads. Hey, 
like the, the culture's really good. Everyone's really welcoming. Um, I felt welcome the second I walked in the doors there, which is which is what you want. Obviously, going to a new club, even even though I've played footy for quite a while, like not a 17, 18-year-old kid, you want to feel welcome. So, yeah, 100%. Yeah, no, everyone's good, mate. No, it's a, it's a good atmosphere, good club. Um, and, yeah, I'm happy to be there. Yeah, 100%. Is um, Jed Fogo there? Hey, no. Nah. Jed Fogo, he must be somewhere else now. He was um, he's the same management group as me. I think he was he was there, but he must have gone. I reckon he might have even gone Sydney way. So, yeah, just seeing if he's there, he'd, he'd be yeah. a pain in the ass to you, hundred <laughs> percent. No, well, that's awesome. So, how are you now? Everything in life? Yeah, how's life? Life's good, mate. Can't complain. I'm I'm pretty happy. Um, yeah. Things are good, mate. Just looking forward to starting footy off. Um, work's going good. Um, yeah, we got we got heaps on, which is good. So, yep. yeah, Love mate, that. life's not too bad, mate. Can't complain. Family's good. Friends are good. So big good question. To speak to you, Tasker. Hey, yeah. no, you love it. Yeah, you you always speak to me. You love it. So here's the big question, yeah. though. Have we found love? Have we got well, anyone, moment, mate? Uh, um, at the moment. Yeah. No, I'm single at the moment, mate. Single. Few da- single anyone, single anyone, and, few dates single, single and sick of it. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Any dates recently, though? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's been. Has been. That's good. Did Did you offer them a rose at the end or? Uh, here he is. <laughs> yeah, I'm always going to pull out the tricks on you. Yeah, you are waiting for that one, weren't you? Yeah, it was coming. It was always coming. But nah. How'd you Mate, know? That's good. I uh, I'm pretty sure I was sitting there one one stage watching you on TV and I was looking at looking at all the boys going, Paddy's gonna whip out a rose. I actually thought you were gonna come back and pull out some jokes and whip out roses at training or some shit. Imagine. I was expecting something funny, but nothing came out, just more Tyson Fury shit. That's yeah. alright. <laughs> no, it's good. So um any questions for me? How's life going for you, mate? Um, we haven't obviously caught up for oh, definitely over a year. Might even be two now. Um, after playing a couple of games together at Mount Yeah, I reckon the only actual game we got together was one of the trial games. And we're on the same team. That was our full game together. And then yeah, obviously the year... Like, you were playing lines a lot that year. Um, yeah, bounced yeah. a little bit. Was that VFL or NEPL then? Uh, VFL then. So VFL then, yeah. Um, yeah, a bit of a weird year because yeah. you well, obviously try to settle in with some of the boys, but you know, as as spoke about before, you know, COVID was still on the back end of COVID, so we were trying to play um, like a good solid year of footy. Obviously, there was a few boys that were sort of in that 18s draft year, trying to put together a good good season and some good numbers and some good performances. But yeah, obviously, COVID hit a few times, and we went back to clubland and. Um, it was a bit of a bit of a weird one because you try and play your best footy, go back to clubland, it's a completely different structure and game well, plan. So you yeah. try and learn them both at the same time. But like Linny was pretty good. Um, I, he allowed me to sort of come to trainings, but not obviously you train with the Lions boys, come to trainings, not really take part, but still watch over and pick up the game plan so that if if I did get to come back, then I was all over it, which was awesome. And yeah, obviously you boys made me feel. Feel pretty welcome. I'm pretty sure it was my second year there, and I felt felt like one of the loved ones. So, um, like Manny's culture was unreal. And to be honest, in the future, if I'm ever back up in Queensland, which you know the goal is to one day be back up there and live in my dream, then um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, if it's not 
you know, your VFL or if Nafel comes back up there or anything, then yeah, hopefully it's at the Mounties and amongst those boys and I'll try and lure you back there. But see how we go. See how we go, mate. No, that's good. So yeah, so moved south a year ago, a year and a bit ago. Um so I played at North Adelaide now with um some absolute belter of lads, um, a few ex AFL players in Harrison Wig, um, Aaron Young, Sam Mays joined this year. Um, so like awesome club, awesome teammates, cracker blokes. Um, all just let you be your own person and, and get around you for, for being so and yeah, mentally unreal. Um, stable job, boss who's same age as me, so you get along with him like a house on fire and yeah, like it's it's an unreal lifestyle down here as much as I do miss the Queensland weather. Um like Adelaide is the quiet place as you'd know and it's good for its own reasons and I'm absolutely loving it. So we'll see how the how the future rolls. But that's good, mate. That's good. Well, dogs trying to run out sideways. <laughs> Typical. Can you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> Get inside. Um, no, that's good to hear, mate. Glad you're doing well. Yeah, it's it's hopefully, uh hopefully it's, playing the uh, SA rep game this year. Well, I need to get a need to get a ones game first. We'll see how we move. <laughs> Just a it's a process. Like it's a completely different to to VFL football SNFL. I think it's um it's a lot lot more physical. Um, which obviously I'm I'm not the biggest the biggest tool in the shed. Um I can like obviously I've got a bit of my strength is my run and my carry, but yeah, obviously it's a bit more of a physical game, yes, NFL. So VFL coming from that game where you can, you know, get get the ball on the outside and take it on and showcase your skills, you gotta gotta be more physical down here. So um yeah, twenty twenty one, just sort of settling in, find my feet and see how, see what it's all about and yeah, hopefully um, so 22 and hopefully, yeah, 23 is a, a belter of a season and we'll just see how we go. It's a, it's a process, mate, as we spoke about before, you know, it, you don't always win. You don't always get, get gifted things. And obviously you got to work for things in life and, you know, just cause you know, one year doesn't go to plan doesn't mean the next, the next five, six, seven, eight can, can be super for you. So it's a, it's a task and you just got to chip away at it and, you know, hopefully the, the debut is this year. And, you know, if not, then we stick at it and we go again. So, yeah, you're, that's the right way to look at it, mate. You'll be right. It's the way to roll, way to roll. That's the way to roll. That's it. But nah, so that is all we've got today on the episode. Phrase, awesome to have you, mate. Um, hope everything is well up there and sticks to sticks to it. Um, it's a it's a tough one running your own business, but hope all stays well. Nothing sort of gets in the way and. You know, if obstacles and challenges do come your way with anything in life, keep hitting them hard, mate, because we appreciate everything you do for us. And let's be real, you've you've won a bachelorette, so you've achieved something in life. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Now I appreciate you uh, having me on. And, uh, yeah, good luck for the rest of the year, and you'll be playing one soon. Fingers crossed, mate. Fingers crossed. We'll go to Crows game the other soon. Go to Crows. All right, Much mate. Love. See ya. See ya, Fraz. Have a good one. Cheers.